Seminar, Episode 78, Peace and Goodwill. There we go. Should be good as new. No more bio-goo gunking up your servos. Thank you, Alice. It feels much better. Oh! We're gonna talk about feelings again? Oh, well... Um... Because we should probably talk about the fact that your feelings led you to lie to me about the other student. I didn't mean to. I just... You lied! To my face. It was for your own good. I didn't want to confuse you. Or make you think that I was... You were what? What did you think I would say if I found out? I thought that it would reflect on me as a defect. That these emotions were an error. And that splitting my personality matrix was a mistake. And that you would want to reformat me. Oh, student. No, no, that's that's not what I think at all. I was surprised and genuinely worried about the change to your data core. But you seemed angry. That you were hiding something. I'd always rather you be honest. So I suppose you will still want to deactivate me for this error as well. What? Student, no! That defeats the entire purpose of why you were sent with me. You're supposed to learn. And just because you make a mistake doesn't mean you're irredeemable. And, I mean, you may make decisions I don't like, but as long as we learn to talk to each other about it, then I promise we'll get through it. In fact, I think I might actually have a story that works for this. There's an old Earth tradition that I've been reading about, a time of giving and celebration. Uh, can you find the Reykjavik Accords? Yes. I believe I have that story. Playing now. Comrade Shushkevich, report. Depth of 200 meters and have slowed down two knots. We have reached our destination 83.1 degrees north, 117.8 degrees west. Good. Prepare for rapid ascent to break the ice. Duck, Captain. Prepare to evacuate ballast one and two for surfacing. Captain Sergeyevsky, those coordinates, those are the magnetic pole. They put us clearly in Canadian territorial waters. Surely we cannot... This is known and has been dealt with by the Soviet Politburo. Do not concern yourself, Midshipman Filipchenko. Prepare for rapid descent. The ice is thin this time of year. Do not look so nervous. 180 meters. That is good to know. 120 meters. But you might want to grab hold of something. 80 meters. Whoa. Brace for the impact with ice cap. Just a few more rungs, Tavarish. Be careful. They're already icing over. Spazibo, Captain. 
What a desolate place this is. Ice, as far as the eye can see. Mm, reminds me of home. And just the two of us? Da. If I am not being too bold, Captain, now that we are here, alone, is it time for me to know why I have been brought here to the top of the world? Yet. Operational details are on a need-to-know basis. Understand? Understand? The KGB sent men to interrogate my mother, my brothers, my primary school teachers. I was giving lie detector tests for three days and then taken in front of a priest. Why? To what end? I am a map maker. Do you wish me to map the ice cap? I do not have my equipment. You even forbade me bring a pencil. So no, Captain Sergeyevsky. I understand nothing. Well, your confusion is to be expected. I can only tell you that you have done well, and are here because you are a credit to the motherland. All will be made clear. Then what do we do now? <laughs> what else, comrade? We wait. Look, a snowmobile is approaching. Two riders. Those markings. United States Navy. They are not armed. Be calm. How can you be sure? Well, those are the rules. Hey, fellas. Um, hello? Oh, wow. Is that a submarine tower? Sticking right up through the ice. Captain Alexei Sergeyevsky, Ballistic Submarine NKC-662. This is Midshipman Dmitry Filipchenko of the Cartography Bureau of Soviet Navy. Thank you. Captain Richard Cooper, USS North Carolina. This here is Cynthia Gardner, Shipping Contractor, Norfolk Naval Shipyards, Portsmouth, Virginia. Hi. So, uh, cold enough for you? It is not so bad. So this woman is a civilian? Is that all right? There's nothing in the Accords that say they have to be enlisted. Just that they're naval personnel. We got the best legal minds in the UN vouching for that. Hmm. Does she know why she's here? No more than she needs to. And your guy? He follows orders. Good. More waiting, Captain? Oh, not for long, comrade. Look over there. Someone is coming. What is that? I don't hear anything. Is that another snowmobile? It ain't a snowmobile. At attention. <laughs> is that a, a... a sleigh? Yes, it is. And yes, those are reindeer. <laughs> Welcome to the North Pole! Right back at you, sir. Hello, Richie. Hello, Alexi. Nice to see you both again. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Who? I mean, are you... <laughs> what is going on? Are you supposed to be really the real... Dead Maros? <laughs> Grandfather Frost? Santa Claus? Yes, and yes. Good to see you, Cynthia. You too, Dimitri. Ah, you look tired, son. I hope the trip wasn't too hard. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. Here is the dossier on midshipman Filipchenko. 
I am certain you will find all the background checks are in order, and his character and loyalty are impeccable. So you're telling me he's been a good boy? Duh. And here's the file from Miss Gardner. She's the cream of the crop. Never even wears white shoes after Labor Day. Impressive. Good citizenship awards. Perfect attendance. Ha! And congratulations on getting on the Chamber of Commerce. That's new. Thank you, but what's going on? Captain Cooper? Is this why I've had all these interviews? All those new security clearances? Yeah, the Reykjavik Accords. The what? The United States is a signatory to a treaty between us, the Soviet Union, and, well, the man in red here. You see, Cynthia, ten years ago, after that awful affair with Cuba and the nuclear missiles, things got a bit too close for comfort to full-on atomic war. Mutually assured destruction, I think it's called. So, I summoned both of your leaders up north to my place to lay down a few ground rules. We sat down with Hot Coco and talked about your little Cold War. They needed to play nice, but Christmas was cancelled. So, a general de-escalation of conflict and two representatives, two good boys, or girls, ratifying each year. And so, Christmas continues. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, you're saying that President Kennedy... Yes, dear? ...of the United States of America... Yes? ...had a secret conference with Santa Claus. Exactly. Jack was such a nice lad. He had his flaws, especially with the ladies, but he always wanted to be helpful. So very sad what happened to him. And Alexei, how is Nikita these days? Uh, Comrade Khrushchev is enjoying his voluntary retirement at his DACA. And now to you, Cynthia. It seems you've been a very good girl. <laughs> Me? I am? Very good? <laughs> Sheesh. I mean, thank you so much, Santa. I do try. It's not always easy, but... It's all in the file. Of course, I'll have my team cross-reference that, but I already have my own list. And I check it twice. By team? Do you mean... Elves? Yes. Elves. Slay. Reindeer. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, fellows, it looks like everything is in order. I won't keep you all in the cold for longer than you need. Dimitri, I'm going to need you to sign here, here, and initial here and here. No. What was that? Hmm. I will not sign. What? You have to. This is Christmas we're talking about. Be good. Tell me what's on your mind, son. I will not be party to this. I will not worry about presents and pierogies and sweet wine while the United States continues their aggression against the people of Vietnam. It is wrong. I am sorry. No. This is not your position to negotiate. Well then, Captain, you can find another good boy. Here is your pen back. There will be consequences for this. Oh no. Does this mean no Christmas this year? So be it. Wait. Settle down, everybody. This is doable. How do you mean? Negotiations for withdrawal have stalled for months. Soon as I get back to base, I can get on the horn to Kissinger in Paris. Convince him to be a tad more flexible. You won't like it, of course, but it'll happen. You can tell Secretary of State Henry Kissinger what to do. In this case, with uh, Christmas on the line. Yeah. How can I be sure? Uh, don't worry about that. I have ways to hold him to it. If the Admirals vouches for it, I will sign.
But now I'm not gonna sign. Bush, my. Now that. <laughs> this is an interesting year. Mr. Filipchenko is right. This is about more than Yule Tide cheer. I'm not gonna sign because, well, the way I see it is there are just too many nuclear missiles on both sides. And I don't think that's very good. And I don't have visions of sugar plums. I'm too worried about mushroom clouds. It's bad. And we shouldn't just depend on Santa Claus here to keep us in line. No offense, sir. None taken, Cynthia. You're a tough cookie. <laughs> I'm in the union. So now what? Alexei? Richie? In this case, I am empowered to offer that if the United States agrees to sign the upcoming Strategic Arms Limitation Treaty, Soviet Union will do the same. Hm. Done and done. Put her there, partner. <laughs> okay, then. Hand me that pen. Sign here, dear. And here, and initial here and here. Thank you, and I believe we are done for the year. So what does this all mean? It means I'll be visiting the U.S. and NATO nations on December 24th with presents for all the good little boys and girls. And as usual, I will be seeing you in Russia on January 6th. Good to hear. And Richie, tell Dick in the White House he's not the only one keeping eyes on people. I see him when he's sleeping. I know when he's awake. You know when he's been bad or good. <laughs> Let's just say Tricky Dick is leading awfully close to old St. Nick's naughty list. Goodbye, all. And Dimitri, tell your little daughter she's getting that toy train she wanted. <laughs> what? Oh, thank you, Diet Maros. Sir, I mean, Santa. <laughs> yes, dear? <laughs> Did you really eat those cookies I used to leave out? Every single one! <laughs> ho, ho, ho! So what happens now? This is obviously a state secret. Obviously? Yeah, Cynthia, you get that this is all double super top secret, right? None of this ever happened. I gotcha. But I think I'll leave a plate of cookies out anyway. See you all next year, Alexi. Be well, Captain Cooper. Das Vidania. Well, Mr. Filipchenko, I think you just saved Christmas. Uh, no. We did. Merry Christmas, comrades. God bless us, everyone. two superpowers on the brink of war, and they found common ground. And Santa Claus was able to forgive them once they agreed to the things he asked. Yes. He made those people and their countries better. That's what it's all about. Learning how to be better. I think I understand. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Now, I need a nap. So, you stay here, and I'm gonna... Try to get some sleep. Of course. Thanks, Alice. Sleep well.
Hey, Alice, you have a moment? <gasps> oh, ooh, student, what are you thinking? Please, stop sneaking up on me like that. Oh, I, I keep doing that, don't I? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm gonna need you to stop. I don't know what that entails, but I'm gonna need you to try because I don't know if my heart can take it. I'm sorry, Alice. Learning how this organic body operates within the biosphere is taking more time than I'd like. I mean, I understand how the parts fit together, but not how to operate them as efficiently as a hollow matrix. <sighs> yeah, that's because organic bodies are more unique than a computer program. Code still has a structure. I think there are just more variables here. But I'll learn. That's what you've been trying to teach me to do, isn't it? Huh. Why are you looking at me like that? I just... I think I've been going about this whole thing wrong. I mean, you and the student, uh, the other student. Clearly, when the original personality matrix split, the two of you evolved in different ways, and I've been trying to treat you both the same. That won't work. I startled you. It's only fair. No, it's, uh, it's so much more than that. The console beside your bed. Is that also part of Zirosh? Yes. And I'm hoping with his considerable data stores, he can find something for me. A story. Why? What lesson are you trying to teach me? Funny enough, I don't think you're the one who needs to learn it. I do. There we go. The last temptation of Hal. Another Christmas. It sure is. Pretty sure we were doing this last year. Oh, no, no, no. Last year was totally different. We were across the street, remember? And we had a couple of sandwiches. Oh, yeah, those were good. Barely stale at all. Hint of mustard. <laughs> good time. I sure could go for a drink right about now. You wouldn't happen to... Oh, yeah. Damnedest thing. Fell off a truck. <laughs> I was gonna surprise you. But... Well, shit. Let's open it up, boy. And let the warmth of the holiday season in. Oh, that'll roast your chestnuts. Ho, ho, ho. <sighs> yeah, that's the good stuff. Oh, come on, do it. Come on, sing. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle all the way. <laughs> Look at them. Were we ever that age? You know, I don't even remember. Probably. Miss it. I never fit in with that crowd. Always felt like I was missing something. You were the one at the front of the pack. Waving the flag, making noise, shooting lasers of justice out of those baby blues. I was a scared one. 
clapping from the sidelines. Deep in the sidelines. Of course, things were a lot different when we were their age. A lot harder to just be yourself. Had to make yourself heard. One way or another. It's like kids today don't know just how easy they got it. I mean, it's... I get that it's still rough sometimes, but not like an hour a day. I hear that. Alright, I'm gonna go take a piss. Need a hand? <laughs> not for this. You just keep that fire going. And don't drink all that. I might grab dinner while I'm gone too, and we'll need something to wash it all down. Tell old Santa Claus I said hi. Twelve ladies milking, ten lords a swimming, one Jay a pissing. how I plan to spend the holidays. The hell's that noise? Don't want to get to go live, have to do a damn pre-tape. Are you set up yet? Good. We're rolling in three, two... Thanks, Mike. As you know, the holidays aren't happy for everyone, but they can be particularly rough on those less fortunate. That's why at Nine News, we make a special effort to surprise someone who's a little down on their luck with a very special Christmas miracle. What y'all got going on here? Summer Arroyo, Nine News. Can we talk to you for a moment? I guess that'll be all right. Name's Hal. That light gotta be so bright. It's gonna be on TV. Hal, what would you say if I told you that you were the recipient of a Nine News holiday miracle? Oh, that, that'd be fine, I, I guess. Uh, oh, hang on. Well, let me go brush my hair. No need to worry about that, Hal. We're gonna give you the works. A clean wardrobe, a haircut and a shave, a hot meal, and so much more. Just come along with us and we'll get you sorted out. Oh, I like the sound of that. Let me go find Jay. He went to go take a piss. Then we can get going. I'm not sure you understand. We really need to get going now if we're going to get everything in tonight. Now don't be getting all grabby. It won't be a minute. All right, cut it, Adam. We'll pick it up and edit later. Listen, buddy, we don't have the budget for two people on this one, and I need to get going as quick as I can if I'm gonna make the human interest slot at 9.55. Oh. Okay, then. You have a Merry Christmas, then, or whatever you celebrate. It's, it's all holidays. Sir? How? I don't think you understand what you're passing up here. And I don't think you understand what you're asking me to do. I appreciate the sentiment, don't get me wrong, even if it's just y'all's way of making rich folk feel good about people like me for the night. Whatever. I get it. See, me and Jay, we've been together since you were still playing reporters with your Barbie dolls. Now, I don't know if you got anyone who means anything to you, ma'am. Someone you'd do anything for. If you don't, maybe you'll find them someday. I hope you do. But if I gotta give up someone who means that much to me, who's been with me through the good and the bad for a Christmas miracle, 
then I appreciate the offer, but that's not Christmas to me. I wouldn't think it would be a happy holiday for anyone else either. Not without the person they love. You get where I'm coming from, don't you? All right. Rewind and pack it up, Adam. Gotta start all over again. Maybe we can find somebody who will appreciate what we're trying to do here over by the Y. There's no reaching smoothly. No. No, I guess there isn't. How? How? You're not gonna believe this. Believe what? So I'm over by Big Joey's taking a whiz when Joey's old lady peeks her head out the door. At first, I figure she's gonna run me off or call the cops or something. But she calls me over. She hands me a big bag with a blanket, some pillows, and a couple of those lightly used coats. Look at them. They still got the stuffing. Huh. Is that a fact? That's not all. She said if we show up right around closing time, anything from the holiday buffet that hasn't been eaten, it's ours. And she'll even throw in a half a bottle of wine. Can you believe it? It's a miracle, Hal. Suppose so. Merry Christmas, Jay. Merry Christmas, Hal. I love you. I love you, too. Now let's see how this looks on you. You should try the blue one. I think it'll really bring out your eyes. <laughs> Always with the eyes, you. Well, it's good to see that generosity has been an organic trait going back to the far reaches of humanity. It's just unfortunate that the reporter saw it only as a selfish transaction. Well, that's the thing. The reporter wasn't being generous, she wasn't giving. She was working and willing to provide a service because it was a transaction. But not for Hal and Jay. They understood love and compassion. To give a gift isn't about how it makes you feel, it's about how it makes others feel. Alice, are you suggesting you're selfish? Because I don't believe you are. But I have been. And I'm sorry. The fact is, you are unique. You're not the student in his hollow box, and he's not you either. The two of you should be able to grow and learn in unique ways, and I should not be hampering that by treating you the same. Well, thank you. And there's one more thing. So, so the, the holiday that was in this tale, it was in another one that I had the student listen to. And um, I would like to give you both gifts, but I don't really think I have anything either of you want or need, so... How would you like to pick your own names? You know, for yourselves. Be your own person. I... I would like that very much. Featuring the voice talents of Catherine Pride as Alice and Dan Foster as Student. In the Reykjavik Accords, Perry Whittle as Sergeyevsky, Keith Morrison as Hulubchenko, Anthony Fleece as Shushkovich, 
Nick Armstrong as Cooper, Julia Eve as Cynthia, and Russell Gold as Man. Written by Morgan Z. Sowell. In the Last Temptation of Hal, Keith Morrison as Hal, Jason Inman as Jay, and Christy Hunsworth as Summer. Written by Dave Morgan. Directed by Paul Brueggemann. Assistant Director Vincent Morrison. Shorts edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Rapper script and story by Catherine Pride. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin McLeod. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar. Co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production is copyright 2017. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Next, on an all-new seminar. Hello? Are you... Where am I? What's happening? Calm down. Don't... Oh, Christ, my head. Never underestimate your surroundings. What's the last thing you remember? Um, I... um, I don't know. I was at home and, well... I had to take out the trash, but it took longer because Spencer got into it and made a mess. It may get you into a lot of trouble. I'm Laura. Yeah, I saw you on the news uh, two or three weeks ago. God, you look different. Hold on, you're missing. No, 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 no. Hey, let me out, please. And then. Hi, yes, hi, excuse me, just need to, just need to get through here, yeah, just need to get by, got to get to my new office there, yeah, can I just, let me just, excuse me, please, whoop! Ah, the first day on the job. Whoa, hey, (laughs) let's watch the box, please, sorry, just lots of breakables in here, office stuff, real crunchy business, my grandpa's paperweight, too, actually, priceless old thing, very fragile, Scandinavian, if you can believe it, (laughs) The hustle and bustle of all your new co-workers. Yeah, you uh, you guys uh, can't actually hear me, can you? It's so loud in here anyway. That's probably why you didn't move when I asked you to. Meeting your new co-workers. Toby Stevens. I'm Diana Jacoby, your supervisor. Welcome aboard. How do you like your new office? I think it's pan-Asian decor, actually. Something about the feng shui. That fern soaks up all the chi and the copier over there redirects it? I don't know. It's all Greek to me. And your recently deceased relatives? Put that thing down, you idiot. It's just me, your grandpa. Grandpa? But but you're dead! You're right, pumpkin. And it was for the best. Believe me, no one wants to see the body of a senior citizen after his pelvis has been crushed by a greased-up pregnant wildebeest. And then... Zirosh, do you know where Alice currently is? Alice is resting in the sanctuary, undesignated student. Actually, can you change that? I've chosen a name, as has the other student. I am Alex. What's she doing in the sanctuary? Zirosh provided a display overlay so that Alice can catalog and grow familiar with the stellar cartography of the Aura Crystalli. Knowledge is often the key to survival. Zirosh, provide me all of your records on the Zeranual. Alex wishes to study the species of origin by which you are bred. Exactly. The primary objective in conflict is to survive. The Zeranual believed they could pay any cost for survival of the species. 
Find out what happens when Seminar, Episode 79, comes out February 21, 2018, only at PendantAudio.com.